0: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Dirt Radio, coming at you live from the 3CR studios in Nam, also known as Melbourne. Of course, we're coming from the land of the Wurundjeri people, um, where sovereignty was never ceded as part of the Kulin Nation. So today uh, we're going to continue our journey towards the Victorian state election. We started off with six months to make a difference and we're down, can you believe it now, to just two months So next month, Victorians will head to the polls and with community concern about climate change on the rise, it's an issue that all political parties must address in detail. Our state is undergoing profound change and as the population grows, entire industries go to the wall and climate change starts to really impact on our lifestyles, our landscapes and the economy. Melbourne um, continues to sprawl as well. So as low density development covers valuable farmland and remnant vegetation, um, it's not supported by great transport infrastructure That will, and when it is, it's always about perpetuating our reliance on cars. An election as one coming up in November provides all parties with the opportunity to demonstrate leadership on the interconnected issues of climate, energy, social justice and the economy so those who have been listening have known over the last couple of months we've really uh, honed in. We started off looking at Act On Climate Collective um, out of Friends of the Earth Melbourne's our push for Victoria's first climate-focused budget and delivering investment in climate change solutions and things that protect communities from climate impacts. Uh, we then looked at uh, Sustainable Cities Collective's commitment to community a uh, community-focused transport plan for the future of Melbourne and shifting uh, funding from uh, roads to critical public transport infrastructure such as the Melbourne Metro 2. And, of course, we had the great news about the, the uh, large ring train system um, announced a couple of months ago as well. Um, we also looked at Quick Call's push for the creation of a publicly owned energy retailer backed by 100% renewable energy to ensure that Victorians have access to clean, fair and affordable electricity. Last month we spoke with some of the crew from the Forest Collective about their push for the creation of the Great Forest National Park and the East Gippsland Emerald Link Reserve and also to deliver a transition plan for workers in the forest industry. It's now October, so just two months to go. And this month, we want to uh, focus in on the Yes to Renewables uh Collective and have a chat with them about their push for powering Melbourne's train network with solar and wind power to ensure Victoria's transport system is clean, modern and non-polluting while creating sustainable jobs in regional Victoria and the metropolitan area. Also, we'll have a chat with them about the wider renewable energy policies that exist on all major parties and just find out what the collective is up to and what's going on. We'll get onto that in just a minute, but let's listen to a couple of community service announcements first.
1: Friends of the Earth's Walk This Way is back. Join us on Saturday, October 13th on a sponsored walk of Melbourne's beautiful Bayside Tracks to launch our new waste and consumption campaign and take action on climate change. Together, we'll walk 15 kilometres and raise $20,000 for Friends of the Earth. We will be highlighting key issues around climate resilience, rising sea levels and plastic pollution in our oceans. Getting involved is simple. Sign up online at walkthisway.org.au, get sponsored, spread the word and get walking. Join us as we journey through coastal communities who are most vulnerable to the impacts of climate change. We'll finish up with a community picnic in the Katani Gardens in St Kilda. Friends of the Earth is a proud supporter of 3CR. You're tuned to 3CR. 855 on your end dial. If you've just tuned in to 3CR, why would you stay listening and listen in a while?
0: Please do listen in for a while, you're listening to 3CR, this is Dirt Radio, Uh, I'm Phil Evans and you are tuned to 855 AM or you might be listening to us... Live via the wonderful world of the internet um, on 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming. And you can always check out all the podcasts from all the great shows that um, are around on 3CR um, and subscribe while you're there as well. Um, today, also, we have a new 3C uh, SMS line, so if you want to make any comments as we go through the show, you can text in on 488 809 that's 0488-809-855, and um, we'll try and answer any questions as we go through today's interview. Um, so, without further ado, I wanted to introduce, um, as we go towards just two months left to the state election, this month we want to feature the Yes to Renewables Collective, and I'm lucky enough to have joining me on the line, Pat Simons, Friends of the Earth, Yes to Renewable Coordinator. Pat, are you there?
1: Hey, Phil. How's it going?
0: Very well, very well. Thanks for joining me. I believe you're up in the Blue Mountains at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just... Um... Just before the election, managed to book in a short break um, to visit some good friends. Um, so it's a really beautiful day up here.
0: It's, um, a, it's yeah, a beautiful it's also, one down here as well. It's uh, um, yeah. exciting that it's almost springtime and I can smell a uh, an exciting election coming up pretty soon. Um, I wonder... Um, this month is the uh, the month of action for um, Yes to Renewables. Um, I, what what sort of things are you pushing for? We touched briefly on the um, renewable energy trains, but what has been the focus for the collective um, in the lead-up to the election?
1: Yeah, so there's really been um, two kind of major focuses uh, at the state level in Victoria for Yes to Renewables. So the first has really been to, to really celebrate and defend our achievements so far. So obviously the last... Um, for anyone who's been listening for a while, the last few years, we've been focusing on getting the Victorian Renewable Energy Target in place. Um, So we've really been making sure to celebrate that amazing achievement whenever possible and to try and hold the opposition to account and bring them more on board. Mm. Um, So we had the great news recently that um, the state's first Renewable Energy auctions uh, have kind of gone ahead and so we're going to see six new wind and solar farms built around the state. Uh, which is really, really exciting, creating hundreds of jobs. Uh, There was a story today that, um, you know, Victoria's tipped to create about 6,000 jobs or reach 6,000 jobs in renewable energy off the back of this policy. So that's really exciting. Um, But unfortunately, the Matthew Guy opposition, they still haven't announced an energy policy of their own. They don't have a plan on renewable energy, and they do want to axe the renewable energy target. So our job is to hold them to account and to put pressure on them um, wherever we can to actually announce something. Um, you know, otherwise people will make up their own mind. So that's one element. And then the other side is really, you know, um, pushing for something new, which is where our vision to power Melbourne's train to renewables comes in. And that's really exciting with, um, with sort of... We're getting the ball rolling a bit more, Um You know, just in the last two weeks, uh, we've had the Yarra City Council um, have announced they they passed a motion actually supporting the idea of powering the transport system with renewable energy. So that's just a really first cab off the rank. And so we're going to be um, reaching out and um, working with other councils as well who are receptive to the idea so we can sort of build up some of that momentum.
0: Sure. I kind of want to go back to the uh, v for a minute. So... Um, as you mentioned, the the renewable energy target, which is twenty five percent by twenty twenty and forty percent by twenty twenty five, it's more than just uh, you know a simple approach that uh, means that we uh, start to reduce the amount of carbon that goes in from the energy sector in Victoria. It's really about jobs and investment as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, you know, this the way that it works is that they. They've got the long term target, but it's not just the target it's not just a you know it's not just the, a goal a general goal that they have you know there's an actual policy to get there and so um you know that's what the renewable energy auctions are about so I think the first the first round um, it's it's predicted just on its own to create um, i think around fifteen hundred um, um, jobs including retaining some existing jobs in the sector mm. And so that's just stage one. So we're, we're going to see that, that policy rolled out more and more, and that, that really does um, make a big impact um, for regional communities. A place that we've been doing a lot of work is the town of Portland in Western Victoria, where Australia's largest wind power manufacturer, um, Keppel Prince, is, is based. And they, they almost went out of business when Tony Abbott um, tried to destroy the national renewable energy target. But they're they're actually doing really well um, with policies like this in place. So they've been able to increase their workforce. Um, I believe they've got about 200 people working there now um, on various aspects. Um, But that's just fantastic for uh, you know, that's the second largest employer in the town of Portland out in western Victoria and then all across the state there's wind and solar farms that are going up. Um, And when we get out there and talk to people um, that's, you know, it is Creating local jobs is really important for people who live in, in regional areas because this is one of the most important sectors that's that's actually out there.
0: For sure. Um, I wonder, um, knowing the um, the volatile nature of, uh, of uh, energy politics in Australia, of course we just saw yet another Prime Minister go on the back of energy and climate change policy, how do you talk to people in the Liberal Party that... Um, that is able to convince them that the renewable energy target is something worthwhile and that it is a benefit of benefit to the community.
1: Well, yeah, I think that the the place to start is um, you know talking about renewable energy and the benefits that it creates in the community, um, whether that's that's jobs, whether that's invest you know investment and money that it brings into the community as well as the wider community benefits that say like a wind farm brings. know many of these schemes they provide royalties to farmers or they have community benefit schemes that can fund community projects so the place to start is really talking about those benefits and the way that it can help um, you know help communities Um, then it becomes a question of of policy and you know like there are there are um, members of the Liberal Party who do support um, the renewable energy target so Unfortunately, um, sometimes ideology does get in the way and there are some people who oppose targets just because they represent intervention in the market. But what we're saying to the Matthew Guy position now is, well, if you oppose the renewable energy target just because it's a target, which in my opinion is a poor stance, if if that's your stance, what's your plan to achieve the same outcomes? What's your plan to you know, deliver 12,000 jobs over the next eight years in in renewable energy? What's your plan to attract $10 billion of investment? What's your plan to cut electricity sector emissions by, you know, 16% over the next 15 years or so? Um, you know, if, they, if they're if they serious about delivering these outcomes and they don't think that they would, would have a target as their policy, what is their policy? What is their plan? And show us that so that we can compare apples with apples.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to move on to the the other part of the focus from the Yes to Renewables team, that being the one you'd think everyone could get on board with, and that being to get uh, Melbourne's train system powered by renewable energy. So we um, heard, I think it was last year, we heard that the tram network will be powered um, entirely by solar, I believe. Um, What's the delay on the trains?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, work is still underway on the, um, on the solar farms to power the tram network. Uh, but once those, those projects are completed, there'll be more than enough electricity um, provided to power the tram network. So it really is the next lo- the next logical step is to do the same with the train system. Um, yeah, you know, like we, we still need to, to do the work of raising our voices in the community and making this an issue. And so that's why, you know, we're asking people to participate um, and sign on to our open letter um, calling for the government to power the train network with renewables. I think that a lot of people, when we speak to them, they're like, this is a no-brainer. We'd love to do this. And, you know, the Victorian Labor Party at their last state conference, they themselves passed a motion calling for all public institutions to be powered by 100% renewables, including the public transport network. So at least for the existing Labor government, um, it is kind of in their policy platform, at least from their membership base, to do this. Um, So at the moment, it's really up to the community and and our campaign to really just raise our voices and to put as much positive pressure as possible um, wherever we can to, to really get some progress on the idea.
0: I imagine um, there must be a lot of cross-party support on this as well. I mean, I I feel like it'd be a no-brainer that the Greens would be on board with it. But um, parties like um, the Reason Party, the Victorian Socialists, and whatnot, um, uh, the more minor parties in Victoria, they must uh, be on board with this plan as well.
1: Yeah, so we have um, we have asked um, Fiona Patton of the sex, of the Reason Party, sorry, um, questions at a forum last week, um, as well as you know that. Basically, there was a transport forum with um, Tim Reid from the Greens. Um, uh, sorry, Evan, I've forgotten his surname from the Liberal Party. Um, I think it's Evan Mulholland um, or something like that. Um, we also had um, we also had Fiona Patten from the Reason Party and Cindy O'Connor from Labor. And yeah, we did manage to get a question up about whether anyone would support the idea and what they would do to to, to achieve it. And yeah, there was actually quite a lot of um, strong support for the idea, um, at least from the Greens, um, Labor, and and you know some moderate support from the Reason Party. So I think that this is an idea that everybody can embrace if they if they understand the issue and what we can achieve.
0: Sure. We're chatting with uh, Pat Simons, who's the Yes to Renewables Coordinator with Friends of the Earth Melbourne. Um, and don't forget, if you want to text in a comment or a question, you can do so on 0488 809 855. But please don't do it if you're on a podcast because I can't travel in time and read your old questions. Um, continuing the chat with Pat, um, has anywhere else in the world embarked on such an endeavour to um, to power their transport system by renewable energy?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the, probably the best example is the Netherlands, where basically, you know, they're connected to the, the European electricity grid, so they can draw on electricity from quite a wide range of sources. But they, they actually signed contracts to power the entire country's train network with renewable energy. So that that's pretty amazing. Um, you know, interestingly, that's, that the size of that network is is kind of comparable um, to um, to Victoria's. So um, you know it's an entire country, but you know we're looking at the size of Melbourne, like we have quite a large city. Uh, but that that shows that that just kind of goes to show that it is possible at that scale to to achieve this. Um, and then there is a number of other cities um, throughout the world that you know are partially um, you know pursuing this. This idea, so I think part of the transport network in in San Francisco, and there's a number of um, cities in um, South America um, that are sourcing um, their electricity for the train net from from the train network from renewable energy. So mm. it's it's not it wouldn't be we wouldn't be the first in the world, uh, but Melbourne could be the first in Australia to, to achieve this.
0: And this really is about um, positioning Victoria as a leader on, on climate and, and energy action. Uh, and we've seen some really great initiatives um, and across like multiple parties as well. I mean, let's not forget it was the um, coalition who put in that first moratorium on fracking way back when. Um, so it is a, a real option for all parties to get on board to see Victoria as a climate leader.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is not a pitch to one particular party. This is this is something that's really important that um, that basically anybody can get on board with. And um, you know, transport is the second largest source of emissions of greenhouse gas emissions. It's the most, it's the fastest growing source of greenhouse gas emissions. So we really do need to start to get a handle on this. Um, and we think that this is you know probably one of the the ways the easiest ways to start and to do it in a way that has a really positive vision for for the city and for the future.
0: Mm, For sure. Speaking of getting on board, I wonder if people are listening at home and they are interested in getting on board. It is your month of action and I imagine there is a a lot of activity coming up through the month of October. Um, How can people get involved with Yes to Renewables and the push for uh, Melbourne to have renewable energy-powered trains?
1: Yeah, awesome. So, yeah, the best thing to do would be to come along to a collective meeting. And so we meet uh, every Tuesday at 6.20pm upstairs at Friends of the Earth. Uh, I'm obviously up in the Blue Mountains, but the collective is is meeting tonight in in um, Collingwood.
0: The show must uh, go on? So
1: could, yes, the show must go on. Uh, but over the next month or so, the, the sort of things that we'll be doing is we'll be getting out... Um, you know, talking to councillors, getting um, motions up at the local council level. So if local council politics is your passion, um, then, yeah, please get in contact because we're really keen to get as many motions up around the city in support of renewable-powered trains. We'll also be, um, you know, appearing at um, train stations around the city, firing um, people and letting them know and really just building up the public profile, as well as, um, you know, handing out posters, just having conversations in the community and really just building up the excitement. And, yeah, we're just working on a few snappy creative actions as well. So I'm, I'm sure people will hear a little bit more and see, it, see a bit of action over the next few weeks, but there really is a lot of opportunity to, to you know, engage um, in lots of different ways, whether that's lobbying or just um, painting, um, painting banners or, you know, doing some creative stuff that's really fun. This is really just... The, this is the really fun period of the election cycle.
0: For sure. Um, just one final question before um, we wrap up, because we're almost out of time. Uh, walk this way, Pat. What are your plans? What have you got planned for Friends of the Earth's 15-kilometre uh, sponsored walk to uh, raise awareness around the links between consumerism, climate change and waste?
1: Yeah, awesome. So I'm really looking forward to walk this way. It's going to be really fun. Uh, and because it's is drawing attention to both climate uh, action and issue of waste, I've decided to uh, make an outfit made completely out of plastic. Uh, so if I get to $500, um, I will be, yeah, assembling an outfit just made from, from waste plastic that I'd find on the road or, or have found at home. Uh, I have no idea what that's going to look like. Hopefully it'll look beautiful. Maybe it'll look like that, but that's okay. <laughs>
0: Um, well, I can't yeah. wait to see you on the on the catwalk there because I am doing a similar thing with a coffee cup lid. So I think we'll have to have a walk-off on the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess we'll see who wins that.
0: <laughs> Excellent. So if you're interested in Walk This Way, um, of course, jump onto walkthisway.org.au. But I want to thank Pat so much for coming on and calling in from afar today and um, wish yeah, thanks you have a happy bill uh, yep, and wish you all the best in the lead-up to the election and to the collective as well. Um, we were talking then to Pat Simons, who is the Yes to Renewables coordinator with uh, Friends of the Earth Melbourne. Um, of course, talking about the plan to get uh, Melbourne's trains running on renewable energy, but also to get uh, um, protect the renewable energy target that was hard fought for over the last couple of years. Uh, We also touched on Walk This Way. I can't talk about it enough because it is so exciting. Just two weeks to go and you can jump onto walkthisway.org.au and um, find out who to sponsor. You can click on your favorite collectives like Yes to Renewables and sponsor them in the walk. Um, Find Pat, help him reach his target of $500 to make his uh, wonderful outfit. Or you can find myself and sponsor me to get to my target, but um, or you can sign up to get involved and come along on the walk. It's going to be a great time. Last year, we had an absolute blast walking along the, uh, the route of the uh, Westgate Tunnel and looking at transport options around to launch our Sustainable Cities campaign. This year, it's all about climate change, consumerism, and waste. So we're down at the coast, talking about rising sea levels, plastic in the ocean, and all those sorts of things. Um, you're, of course, listening to 3CR, and um, I want to thank you for listening into Dirt Radio. Um, we'll be back again next week. I think Emma will be back in the chair. Um, after two weeks of me, I'm sure you can use a break. Um, for now, uh, it's probably time to clock off. Uh, keep listening to 3CR. We've got some wonderful programs ahead. We'll have the Indigenous Hip Hop Show up next. Billabong Beats on later. Um, But for now, let's go out with a track with a bit of thematics because that's always a bit of fun. Um, Let's hear from The Cure and Jumping Someone Else's Train.